just like the caves in the town of Aleppo served as a refuge to protect the people from the Syrian wall in 2012, the Lord God has provided himself as a constant shield for his people from the shellings, the, the arrows, the bombings that come from the enemy. Welcome to Engaging the Truth Team, where we express the love and truth of Jesus Christ. Praise God. I want to welcome you from wherever the world, from all over the world, that you're listening to this exciting series. Uh, it's a privilege to always discuss with us on these topics because the word of god does not is always new and his mercies are new to us every day the bible says the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his blessings his mercies they are with us and they are new every morning i pray that the lord will bless you today in the name of jesus i want to welcome you to this meeting this is this is let's talk truth um at engaging the trust in ministry and today we are continuing at on the on the series our confidence last week we talked about our confidence basking in his love and we talked about how the kind of faith that we have in god can move god even to doing mighty things for us things that are big and anytime human beings decide to exercise a kind of faith in God that is unwavering and that is confident in this in the presence of the enemy God always comes out strong God likes his children to boast about him yes he does like he likes it the same way he likes to boast about his children he likes that his children the people that believe in him the people that have given their lives to Jesus God likes that those people should boast to the enemy and say, enemy, you can you can do your, your, your worst, you can push, you can do this, you can do that. But my God is ever faithful and he will deliver me. Whenever you do that kind of thing, God gives you a wow. And it's as though, look at this, you, you did this and you were able to, to prove your faith in God in this exciting way. Whenever you do that, God is always happy about it. And I want to welcome you to this series. Father, I bring every listener before you around the world. And I pray that your spirit will mix with this word and bring life into the words in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the answered prayers. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Something happened in 2012. There was a time of war uh, in the in the city in the heart of Syria. There was a city there that is called Aleppo, and in Aleppo there was a, there was a war. It was it was actually called the Syrian War. At that Syrian war, thousands of families sought refuge in underground caves. It was a very nasty war. In fact, the brutality of that war was so relentless. You know, airstrikes kept on raining down, destruction on homes, even destruction on hospitals. Um, snipers were out, you know, 
and it is as though every corner of the city of Aleppo in Syria was a potential death traps. Families were hiding in fear under constant rubble, you know, and explosions. It was it was a very serious chaos. You know, there were caves underneath the ground in Aleppo. Now, those caves normally were used for something else. Now, those caves have been there for ancient times. They were they were tunnels, you know, caves, tunnels, and they were meant for some other kind of purpose. But during the time of the Syrian war, those caves became a refuge. It was underneath those caves that families will go to and hide themselves until it was fairly safe for them to come out. It was a very difficult situation, but that was a test of and to also show the relentless, you know, spirit of man, the the the, the fact that human beings always find a way and the cave served as a kind of protection for those families during the Syrian war. In the book of Psalms, chapter 91, verse 1, the word of God says, and I'm, I'm going to jump down to verse 4, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckle. You see? Just like the caves in the town of Aleppo served as a refuge to protect the people from the Syrian wall in 2012, the Lord God has provided himself as a constant shield for his people from the shellings, the, the arrows, the bombings that come from the enemy. We are in a constant battle against the darkness battle against our own flesh, battle against the, you know, spiritual wickedness in high places. And let me tell you something, this year is not going to be an exemption. A lot of people are going to lose their lives to dangers, dangers that are locking on the streets, even in the houses, dangers all around. But God says that he, God, shall be he shall cover you with his feathers. There is a covering that you should discover. Whenever things happen, people always look for, you know, um, shelter. Whenever dangerous things happen, people look for shelter. But, you know, some people don't know how to put God first. They think first of uh, the the confidence that you have put in a charm or the confidence you have put in a, in a man instead of them to lift up their eyes onto the hills so that their help can come from the Lord. Bible says in verse 1 of Psalm 91, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. Look, there are evils. Just the way it was real, it was not a fiction that there were bombings and you know shellings in the city of Aleppo in Syria. It was a real thing. The same way, there are explosions all around you. There is death all around you. There is famine around you. But God says, if you are dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, you are going to abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. Look, 
no matter how tough the battle is, no matter how difficult the war around you is, there is a particular secret place. The question is for you to discover that secret place. Have you discovered that secret place? Do you even think about that secret place? Do you realize the fact that you actually have a secret place? There is a protective wall. There is a protective covering that is capable of keeping you safe from, from whatever the enemy might throw at you. But the question is, are you dwelling there or you have run out? Look, whatever has cost you to leave that constant secret place of the Almighty God, where God guarantees to protect your life and everything that is yours, Look, whatever has made you to leave that, that place, it doesn't matter. Go to God and revive, repair your relationship with him. Because outside that secret place, there is danger. There is loss of life and property. There is even loss of the soul, in fact. So you want to make sure that you do not stay outside of the secret place of the almighty God. Look some people can be very very bold and it is a dangerous boldness you you dip your hand in something that displeases god you've gone outside of god's instruction and you know that you are insane and you go out and step out of your door exposing yourself to danger there's already danger in fact if you are in your house what about the attacks that the enemy launches upon you or haven't you heard about people who just you know they're in their houses and all of a sudden they just fall down and they slum and they say they can't find what has happened to them and you have you 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 were a child of god but then you've disobeyed god you've disappointed god in one way or another and then you step out of your door don't you understand that you you can you're walking without protection you're moving about without any security from god and it is a very dangerous thing. Let's talk about the power of the mercy and of the shelter of God. Throughout his, you know, history, winds have always stood out as a kind of safety. You know, when you have feathered guardians uh, in, all, in, in all those folklore fictions, and even in the Bible, if you have a majestic being, with a very big wing around you and the person is on your side, not against you, it says that you can be protected. It's, it gives you this feel of protection. In Psalms chapter 57, verse one, it says, be merciful unto me, O God, for my soul trusteth in you. In the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. It is possible for you to be so much, you know, weighed down by the challenges, by the things around, but there is a place that you can go and hide your head, that you can go and lay your soul there to find a refuge. It is in the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. Let me tell you something. You, there are, of course, other means of protection. There are other means. God is not the only you know, option that you have. But those other options, what is the guarantee that they are everlasting? 
the guarantee I'm, I'm going to tell you now is less than zero percent. Now, when you don't have a guarantee in something, when I'm, and then you have another alternative that gives you a better guarantee, why would you risk your life? Why would you put your faith in something that has been tested and failed, something that's been tested and proven itself to be not of high trust? If you put your faith in that kind of thing, it is dangerous and the end is usually very, you know, uh, catastrophic. To love God is to say yes to everything that God is, including his unchangeableness. That is by C.S. Lewis. And when we see God is unchanging, it means the way he protected the children of Israel in the Red Sea, the way he kept his own people safe during the time the angel of death visited Egypt. The way he has a protective mechanism that he has, he is always there. There is always a way God preserves his people. Nobody is saying danger will not come. Nobody is saying there won't be accident. Of course there will be. But God has a way of protecting, of preserving. He has his own mechanism. Under the wings of God also signifies the the the. the the, an expression of God's ability to protect. Look, is the guidance that comes on our way. He just he not only protect us, he even has a mechanism to tell you, don't go there, there is danger there. In Psalms chapter 119, verse 105, I want you to, I want to show you God can guide can give you information before those things happen. Psalm 119, 119, verse 105. It says in verse 105 there, Thy word is a lamb unto my feet and a light unto my path. What does lamb and light signify on your path? To show you this is the way, this is the bush. And so when you put your faith in God in this in this year, when you come under the guidance, the leadership of God, He is going to tell you, He is going to whisper to you, don't go. Sometimes He will even tell you, wait, go later. The same way David went to God and said, God, should I pursue? Will I recover? And God told him, Yes, go now. At other time, God told him, Don't go now. The same way God gives instructions for time. Now, when you have this kind of assurance and you know that he is able, the, the best thing is to cultivate a life of confidence in him. That a thousand may fall by your right hand. Ten thousand may be at your left that they have already fallen. There is a confidence. God will protect your life. Can you say it for yourself too? God will protect my life. In the name of Jesus, he will guide you in this year as filled with evil, as locking with a lot of evil, as the year may be, the Lord will protect your life from every danger out there in the name of Jesus. And as I bring the message to a conclusion, let me tell you something. God loves us. I'm quoting from C.S. Lewis again. God loves us for what we are, 
but he loves what we may become more than what we are now. What does that mean? God loves the sinner the way the sinner is. God loves the drunkard the way the drunkard is. But there is something better that that sinner can become if they come to the Lord Jesus. Now, God loves that person that they can become a Christian, a redeemed, a sexual. God loves that version more than what they are now. The same way, you see, no matter the situation that has happened in your life, I've, I've told you before, never feel too bad to run to God. That is the that is the lie that the devil always pitches, making you feel as though once you step out of God's boundaries, you've committed the worst atrocity. No, what will be the need for mercy if it's not because somebody is not qualified? What will be the need for grace if it's not because it is a free gift and it is not of works, lest any man should boast? It is because of that that you have Jesus. It is because of forgiveness. It is because of you that Jesus died. So why would you stay outside of his protection just because you feel, oh, I've done something bad. Oh, I've stepped out of God's will. Oh, God will not love me anymore. No. That was says, for God so loved the world and you are part of the world. Look, let me tell you something. The word of God has repeatedly stated that God does not waste time with forgiveness. I do not know any place in the Bible where somebody was taken to Jesus and Jesus tells the person and says, well, I have heard your plea for forgiveness, but come back tomorrow. I will forgive you tomorrow. There's no such place like that. The moment somebody comes to Jesus, it's even almost as though Jesus runs to them. Jesus is open. His hands are always opened to receive them to himself. God does not waste time with forgiveness. He doesn't make you beg and beg and beg and beg for, you know, for, for three months. You're still begging God Almighty and saying, forgive. No, he doesn't do that. If you see anybody at all who is spending you know one year maybe because they are they've, they've committed a sin it is not that they are begging god for forgiveness it would be that they are trying to recover and to get themselves back into the level that they were before the forgiveness of god is always close it's always ready for anyone who comes to express their faith in the lord it does not discriminate it does not forget, it does not delay, it does not abuse. The, the Lord is constantly close to those who come to him with a humble heart. I pray that God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. As we come to the understanding that there is protection in God, there is preservation under his wings, there is an instruction that I'm going to conclude with. And it is the understanding that the wings of the Lord has boundaries. The wings of the Lord are not just unlimitedly free. I can do whatever I want. I am underneath the wings of the Almighty. I can smoke as I want. I can take, I can sleep around with girls as I want. No, the word of the Lord is constant and is very firm in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 20, the word of God says, My son, keep thy father's commandment. God 
our father has instruction. You don't want to step out of his boundaries. You don't want to step out of the reach of his wings because, oh, God Almighty is my father. The whole world belongs unto God. No, sir. The whole world belongs unto God. But Isaiah chapter 55 verse 7 says, let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man, let him forget and return and, and, and you know forsake his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord. So the, the wings of the Lord, the protection of the Lord, the, the preservation of God does not follow you to the place where you are unfaithful to your spouse, does not follow you to, to the place where you are unfaithful to the word and the instruction of God. When God gives anything, blessing, anointing, gift, promise, he puts a boundary there because he's a God of law and order. His infinite mercy can extend to those who have strayed away from him, but it does not mean that you stay in the wrong, that you stay in the evil, that you stay in the in the constant wrath of God. I will say, oh no, God's mercy will protect me anywhere I go, even if you go into the house of somebody who is going to, you know, you're going to go and steal from other people. No, you don't do that and say, God will protect me even if I am a thief. No, no, no. Because at that place, the Bible says, he, the Lord God is holy and his face abhors that which is evil. And so if you want the Lord this year to put, do you want to remain under the wings of the Almighty? I'm going to tell you one thing that you should do. Avoid where God's presence will not go with you. Avoid places that his presence will not be there. It is not every place that God's presence can follow you to. Even though he's everywhere, he sees what everybody is doing. But God does not encourage evil. The Bible says, blessed is the man who walks not in the ways, in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sit in the seats of the scornful. Blessed is that man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the places where the scornful, the proud, will sit. And so, if blessed is that man, and blessed is the person, and of course it is God that will bless that person to make them become blessed. If it is God, it means where the blessing of God, where the protection of God will meet you, is in that place that is not the counsel of the ungodly. You're going to have a lot of suggestions this year. Oh, let's do it like this. Or oh, other people are going to are it in this way. What if other people are doing it in that way and other people are losing their lives in that way? What if other people are, are doing it in that way and other people are losing their peace in that way? Other people are doing it in that way, but they are losing the very presence of God in that way. If you do it in the same way that other people are doing it, then you are going to get the same result. You need to stay where the wings of God will cover you. 
You need to stay within the boundaries of the shadow of his wings. If you leave that place, if you stop following the instructions of God to stay holy, to stay on the file, not to defile your garment, if you stop, if you step out of that, there's danger, there's calamity. It is not fear. It is not fear mongering. It is the truth of God's word. The same way soldiers in the military, they have places that they call safe zones. Safe zones. The places that are safe. Those places have been watched. They've been protected. If you are in a safe zone and you move out and you say it's a free world, I want to enjoy myself. And you step out of the free zone. I mean of the safe zone and you go to the free zone where everything goes where someone can just run at you and just mob and offer and then you go out you can't blame the soldiers for not protecting you they will tell you you are the one that stepped out of the safe zone there is a safe zone when it comes to the kingdom of god the safe zone is where god's instruction puts you the safe zone is where God's commandment puts you. The Lord told you that you should not defile yourself with the with the meats, with these, with, with the pleasures of this world. The same way God told Samson, don't do this, don't do that. Up on the laps of Delilah, the presence of God has already left in that place. Where Samson was there because that was not where God wanted him to be. And at that place, you saw what happened to him there, the danger that met him there. He could not protect himself because he was not under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty God. Let me tell you something. When Samson was in the center of God's will, even if the enemy were 1,000, 10,000, more than that, because he was under the shadow of his wings. No evil could touch him. Now, telling you something, let the enemy buffet how they want. Let the enemy brag how they want. Let the enemy promise whatever thing they can do, threatening. In fact, let them do anything. If you are under the wings of the Almighty, there shall no evil before you. That is the word of God. That is the word of God. I'm going to read as we go to pray from the book of Isaiah. I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Isaiah, verse, I mean, chapter 55, I mean, 54. Isaiah chapter 54, I read from verse 14. In righteousness shall thou be established. That's what the Lord says. That's what the word of God says. If you stay under the wings of the Almighty, in righteousness shall thou be established, thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together but not by God, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against you shall fall for your sake. That is the word of God this year. You just make sure that you stay in the, under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. 
and I have created the waster to destroy. God says, I am the one that created whatever weapon the enemy wants to use. I created that thing. Whatever material they want to use to attack you in the dream, to do something to you, whatever is the matter, whatever is the instrument, whether made by man or natural instrument, whether a process of law, whatever thing they want to use against you, God said, I created it. I have created a smith. I created the process. I created the whole world, in fact. I, God, created it. God now says in verse 17, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of God, saith the Lord God Almighty. That is the portion of those who stay under the wings of the, of the Almighty God in this year. I want you to bow your heads and pray. I want you to commit yourself to God and ask him if you've gone outside of, his, of, of the shadow of his wings. You can pray now and say, Lord, please help me. Re- receive me. Restore me unto yourself, Lord. By the blood of Jesus, I come under your wings again in the name of Jesus. If you've not gone outside of God's wings and you want to pray this year and ask God for grace and say, Lord God, please help me. Help me to remain under your protection. Help me not to be swayed by all the noise, all the distractions, all the stress, all the things happening around, Lord, keep me safe in you, in the name of Jesus. Please pray like that. Please pray like that. I'm going to minister to you. Don't go yet. I'm going to pray for you on healing and on diverse miracles. And God is going to bless your heart and life in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray for grace and ask the Lord to keep you safe, to keep you to release his help, his grace, for you not to shift ground, for you not to be carried away in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. Praise God. I want to minister to you in two areas, in healing and in diverse kinds of miracles. Wherever you are, I'm going to minister in healing first. If you have any ailment in your body, head, swollen something, a test result from the hospital, and you want to trust God with me, Please lay your hands upon yourself. If you have any test results, any medical report that you're trusting God for, you've been praying about it, it's time for us to trust God for me to join my faith with your faith. And like I always say, let's pray and let us see what God will do. And most of the time, in fact, all of the times, God always performs that miracle. He, God, is going to confirm the words of a servant in the name of Jesus. Why don't you lay your hands upon yourself? Lay, lay your hands upon any ailment that you have. If you're not sure the name of the other ailment, it doesn't matter. The name of Jesus is above every name. And even if that ailment does not have a name, the, the name of Jesus is still above it. Father, I bring your people before you this time around. And I pray that you release your healing virtue to them in the name of Jesus. Whatever is the ailment in their body, whatever is the sickness or disease or infirmity in any part of their body, Lord, as they trust you now, as they are putting their faith, their confidence under the shadow of your wings, 
and there is healing in those wings. Lord, I pray now, let your healing virtue flow to their body and make them whole in the name of Jesus. Father, I remove from them any arrow, anything that the enemy has put in their body, I remove them right now in the name of Jesus. Any strange occurrence, strange item there that is not of God, I remove it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I release your wholeness by the blood of Jesus to your people in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. The second part, I'm going to also minister in, in prayers to those who are trusting God for breakthroughs, for deliverances, for all kinds, diverse kinds of miracles. And so if you're there, you're trusting God for anything, you can raise it up if you have a faith item there. I always encourage you to put a faith item. Let's go write that thing down as a prayer point and see if God answer them. Now, when God answers, you can mark it and say, God did this one. Hallelujah to God. And so if you have anything there that you're trusting God for, miracles in that area, to get a job, but you're, you're trusting God for somebody who has walked out of the family, you're trusting God for a particular deliverance from a particular, you know, whatever thing that, that, is, that, that is there that you're trusting God for. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father Lord, I pray for your people now. Whatever is the need that they have brought before you now, let your miracle power visit them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask now, whatever is the need that has been making this your people to cry in their closet, to cry on the street, and has turned them, oh Lord, turn their eyes to weeping every now and then. I pray right now, let your mercy visit them and perform a miracle in the name of Jesus. Lord, I cancel every continuation every repetition of evil in the lives of your people right now i cancel such repetition in the name of jesus i pray that your angels that perform miracles will visit your people now and begin to work out diverse miracles according to the needs of everyone in the name of jesus thank you father for the answered prayers i pray that your miracles will follow and testimonies will begin to come in for your people on all sides in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you for listening or watching. Don't forget to share this content. We know that your first priority is to your local church, but if you feel led to support our gospel effort financially, please check the description for details. God bless you.